All right, hello everybody. Welcome to chapter 19 of Callahan's Corner, volume 2. How's it going? This is your host, Danny Callahan, here on this gorgeous... Well, today is April 9th. Tomorrow will be April 10th when you're listening to this, or maybe you're listening to this even deeper into the future. <laughs> so you might be listening to this like April 10th of 2022, 2023. Hello, everybody out there in the future world. I did not have a guest this week. Um, I was going to have two guests on this week. Um, they will be on the show eventually. But they were—they could not do it this week. Uh, one of them got vaccinated um, Thursday night. We were supposed to record a podcast Friday night. One of them got vaccinated Thursday night. And I believe, I'm not sure, but I think they got the Johnson & Johnson, the one-shot vaccine. And they just felt really sick. They were like, I can't, I can't do it today. I can't do this podcast. And I'm like, okay, not today. So they didn't do a podcast. They could not do it. The other person said their boyfriend was moving out of the dorms because, unfortunately, here at Kent State, we are just now starting spring break, and they're making all the people who live on campus move out. Um, they can't live in their dorms when we get back from spring break because of everybody's favorite, COVID. You got to love COVID. Um, yeah, no, you don't. But, I mean – yeah, so basically that's why they couldn't do it. They just had some they had stuff going on Friday, um, which now I kind of wish we would have scheduled it earlier in the week like I like to do. I like to get it done earlier in the week, but that was not the case. And that brings us to now. So I could not really do the podcast solo until I decided to do it today. Um, I These solo podcasts are kind of fun. I think it's fun to reflect on stuff I learned this week stuff I've been thinking about this week, and stuff I'm looking forward to this week. Um, and I want to start with, I think, um, just a message about podcasting in general. Um, anyone out there who is considering starting a podcast, who listens to the show, who enjoys podcasts, who you know just avidly likes podcasts, I highly recommend you to start your own podcast. Because I, it's almost been a year since this show started and this show started with nothing really i mean i was using my iphone now i'm using an actual mic and uh i've really enjoyed this show i think this show has been a great opportunity for me to express myself it's been a really good opportunity for all my guests to express themselves and even for the fans and the viewers to learn about the guests and learn about uh, the stuff they can bring to the table and just people's perceptions and the ways people think about things. So I think that's a really great thing. And I've, ex I've discovered some more podcasts that I want, I would recommend checking out. I discovered them this past week and I will include those at the end of the show. So if you're interested, stay tuned and I will give some shout outs to those podcasts um, to check out. But the big thing I want to talk about, like if you know me, back in Columbus. Well, if you know me in general, you know I love movies. And this week was a great week in my mind for movies. I mean, last week I watched the pitiful NCAA championship game, which first of all, anyone who did the March Madness uh, for the NCAA tournament challenge that I proposed, thank you. Congratulations to our winners, uh, Eric Plackey. And he actually tied with Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien wasn't appearing in the chart, in the app for some reason, which... That's kind of a long story. I had to split the money up in a really weird way. Eric Plagg is probably going to be asking me about this, but I had to do a bunch of weird um, percentages and stuff. I'm probably just going to use the ESPN Tournament Challenge app next year, not the fucking um, 
March Madness Live app. I don't the March Madness Live app was kind of a dud. I don't know if it really worked out well for everybody, but whatever. But yeah, dude, Gonzaga lost by like twenty. It's like, what do you come on, man? Like I mean, you never want to go with an undefeated team anyway, but it's like, why wasn't UCLA in the championship then? UCLA deserved to be in that championship. Gonzaga winning the UCLA game pissed me off. I was like, come on. Like, really? I mean, first of all, UCLA should have lost to Michigan. Michigan should have beaten Gonzaga, and Michigan would be the champions because that's who I had winning because you got to love Michigan, right? Go go blue, go Wolverines. I'm sure all the Ohio State fans love that. Not. Um, <laughs> but... But anyway, the thing, the reason I bring up the March Madness game in movies is because that was the day that the, um, well, actually, that previous Saturday was when the Space Jam trailer premiered. Space Jam New Legacy with LeBron James, King Kong's in the movie. Um, a lot of, like, the Iron Giant is in the movie. I haven't seen any Iron Giant stuff since I was, like, six um, I never, I've never even seen the movie, the iron giant. I've just seen like ads for the iron giant on like Scooby-Doo, like alien invaders, DVDs or whatever, but that's going like way back. <laughs> but I mean, like this space jam movie actually looks really great. Like it looks awesome. Like I'm definitely going to go like opening night. I mean, I'm a huge space jam fan. I mean, I'm a really, I'm more of a fan of the Looney Tunes. I'm also a big LeBron James fan. So I think it's going to be a lot better than the original because like I, Michael Jordan, I mean, eh, I don't know. Michael Jordan, some people might really love Michael Jordan. I respect, he's a great player, talented, unbelievable athlete as a human though. eh, I I don't know. I think he's sort of a douchebag. At least that's the way he kind of presents himself in a light. I mean, I don't know. He's, I don't know him personally. I just feel like LeBron, is a better person, if that makes sense. Like, LeBron never really forgot where he came from. He's done a lot for Akron. He's done a lot for just a lot of great charity work. I mean, I just feel like LeBron never forgot where he came from, and I think LeBron in general is a more... He's just a better human being, if that makes sense, than Michael Jordan. I don't know. Once again, I don't know enough about Michael Jordan, but... I honestly probably don't know enough about LeBron either. I just personally like LeBron more than Michael Jordan. So I'm interested. I've been waiting for this movie since like 2015. So when I saw the trailer, when I saw LeBron flying through the Space Jam, I was just laughing. I thought that was very ridiculous. I was looking at the cast. I'm like, Steve Harvey's in the movie. Jim Carrey's in the movie. Like, what? Like, Zendaya's in it, too? Like, why are all these people in this movie? I just, I don't know. I think it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be a great, really great movie. But I saw a great movie, too, on Tuesday. I saw Godzilla vs. King Kong with my roommate, um, Alonzo Burris. We saw Godzilla vs. King Kong. We were laughing for, like, 70% of the movie. It was just, the movie was just so ridiculous. But I, I really enjoyed it because it was entertaining like Godzilla vs. King Kong is not like you're gonna watch like you're not going into it expecting like Joker or uh Wolf of Wall Street Wolf of Wall Street's silly I mean you're not going into it expecting like a Shakespearean like movie experience like oh this is just a a gripping drama no like Godzilla vs. King Kong is just a ridiculous monster movie with explosions and just nonsense I mean Godzilla vs. King Kong was what Transformers should have been 
Because, like, Transformers was just ridiculous, but, like, you don't care about the human... Like, at least in Godzilla King Kong, I actually, like, liked the human characters for the most part. Like, Transformers, Shia LaBeouf was the only one who I was kind of interested in, but he even got kind of annoying. And the Transformers story was a little ridiculous. Godzilla King Kong, the story is still ridiculous, but it's semi-logical. I don't know. I enjoyed Godzilla vs. King Kong a lot. I also haven't been to a movie theater since September. I saw Tenet, and that just was really fucking confusing. <laughs> but, I mean, I enjoyed Tenet. I still enjoyed it. But Godzilla vs. King Kong didn't have to use a ton of brain power to enjoy the movie. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like using brain power in movies, but Godzilla vs. King Kong was just a kickback. You could just sit in the theater with a recliner. You could watch Godzilla shoot um, fire, blue fire out of his mouth, and King Kong um, doing a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> like King Kong honestly kind of sucked in that movie. Like he, I mean, he couldn't do anything. He's just a, he can't do anything. I mean, all he has, he has an axe, like which isn't a spoiler. I mean, that's in the trailer, but like, I mean, that was even silly. I mean, he just, can't, he just can't do anything. I mean, I don't know. But overall, I enjoyed it. I would recommend it. I'm probably going to go see it again, honestly, over spring break, which spring break is coming up this week. Um, I guess it already started. And I'm very, very excited for spring break because I am going to, wait for it, Niagara Falls. That's right. I'm not going to Florida. That's basic. Everybody's like, oh, I'm going to Siesta. I'm going to Florida, blah, blah, blah. That's really basic. Like, why would you – like, I don't know. I mean, I've never been to Florida, which – might shock some of the wealthy people listening to this, but I mean, I've never been to Florida. I've I have no real urge to go to Florida. The only reason I want to go to Florida, the only two reasons I want to go to Florida is because number one, I want to go to the Universal Studios. I want to go to Hogwarts. I want to get my wand. Honestly, I'm a massive Potterhead. If you didn't know, so I want to check that out. And number two, I do want to go to Walt Disney at some point. I think that would be cool. As much as I don't really like where Disney's heading, I I mean, I think that the Disney people are pretty corrupt, honestly. Like, the higher-ups, like Bob Eagers or Igers or whatever. I don't care for him saying that. Now I'm probably never going to get a job at Disney. But, I mean, I just I want to go to Disney World because, I mean, who doesn't want to go to Disney World? And no one, everyone's a kid at Disney World. So it's just like... I mean, well, that sounded weird. But, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I want to... I don't... Those are the only two reasons... I would maybe want to go to Florida. I mean, Florida also, I guess the beaches are cool and such. But uh, I don't know. I've never experienced Florida either. I'm sure if I went down there, maybe I would, like, love it and not want to go back, not want to go back anywhere else but Florida. It's just, like, Florida gets so much hype. Like, Florida this, Florida that. We went to Florida. Hey, guess where we're going for spring break? Florida. And then everybody at Waterson, former high school, for those who don't know, everybody's like, oh, we're going to Siesta. Siesta is the fiesta, and I'm just sitting on my couch in Columbus. It's raining outside, <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, I'm in Ohio, so Ohio is the place to be, right? You know, I mean, it's like I don't want to go. I don't want to go to uh, somewhere. Like, if I'm gonna go on a vacation and escape from people, why would I want to go to the one state where I'm gonna see as many people as I know? Like, everyone from Ohio is like, let's go to Florida. Not original, but I'm going to Niagara Falls, which is original. And uh, I'm going to be seeing Niagara Falls, which is one of the wonders of the world. Very excited. I'm going with my mom and my brother. Not afraid to admit that. Um, Because, I mean, my friends were worried about the cost or whatever, which makes sense, I suppose. 
but I don't really give my friends like concrete plans anyway. I was gonna go by myself regardless. Like I want to see Niagara Falls. I'm not afraid to travel to see the falls. I really want to see Niagara Falls. So I'm going there with my mom and my younger brother, and it's gonna be a great time. We're gonna see Niagara Falls. We're not gonna go to Florida again, <laughs> but we're going to Niagara Falls. We're gonna go to the place that invented the wings because it's Niagara Falls right by Buffalo, uh, New York, and I'm pretty sure wings came from Buffalo, New York. At least this is what my mom told me. So um, I'm sure somebody might try to fact check me. Maybe not. I don't know, but that is where I'm going for spring break, and I am beyond excited. I'm very uh, excited for that, and it's a good good thing to do for that. Um, but uh, in other stuff, I was um, today I went on a walk. I also went on a walk yesterday because it's just been so beautiful outside. I'm so done with the cold. Like, I'm so glad the cold weather is ending. I am a little cautious, though. Because it's really warm out. Like, it's 70 degrees right now. And I'm really worried what we're going to be like in June or July. Like, I'm really worried it's going to be, like, scorching hot. Like, I'm worried. Because last summer was uh, was worse. <laughs> well, not worse. Last summer was really hot. And I'm just worried that this summer could be worse. And that, was, that sounds a little negative. But I don't know, man. I mean, it's really warm right now. So, I don't... I'm worried about the summer. That's climate change. Some people still think it's not real, but it is real. Um, <laughs> so, anyhow, uh, I went on a walk today. I went on a long, long walk in Kent. Like, I went on this, there's, like, this beautiful trail. Um, it's, like, right by downtown, and it goes, I'm not even sure how many miles. It's pretty long, though. It's, like, it's kind of like Kent State's version of the Olentangy Trail. For those of you who live in Columbus, the Olentangy Trail is awesome, by the way. Like, if you're not from Ohio or Columbus and you're in Columbus, you have to check out the Olentangy Trail. Like, the Olentangy Trail is phenomenal. Um, and if you're from Columbus and you've never been on the Olentangy Trail, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> you got to check out the Olentangy Trail for sure. Great trail. Um, but I went on this trail in Kent, and it was just awesome. Like, I... Got to see the water going. I got to hear the birds chirping. I got to feel the sun on my skin. And it felt great. And it was like, wow, you know, it's so good to be outside. And it's so good to immerse yourself in nature and in the planet and in the environment. And it really makes you think about, um, well, it made me think about, it, it makes me think about a lot of things, honestly. <laughs> like, um, it makes me think about the future. It makes me think about the past. It makes me think about the present. Um, and when I think about the past, I think about just the extraordinary memories and the great moments I've had with all my friends at Kent and all the people who've been on the show and all the people I know back at home. And even like, like even deep memory, like I thought about like when my parents would take me to places or when I would meet my friends out at outdoors and nature does a, is interesting. Cause then the president made me think about like, Oh, I'm doing this podcast today. I'm doing this today. I'm talking about these things. Um, I'm going to announce something too, with the podcast later on, um, which I probably should have announced that earlier, but I'll announce that later on. Um, but it's like, wow, you just take a look around and it takes your breath away. Like, Whoa, like this is, this is where I am right now. Like I'm in nature, you know, I'm surrounded by trees. I'm surrounded by wind. Uh, 
surrounded by the birds. Other people are outside. We're exercising. We're walking. You know, your heart's beating. Your blood's pumping. You're alive. Um, it's just it's a it's a really incredible feeling being able to go outside and just walk and not care about anything. Just like have your mind, like it really resets your mind. I think. And I think it's a beautiful thing to do. Like, I walked all through the trail. I walked through downtown Kent. I walked through campus. And then I walked back to the apartment. So I was gone for, like, two hours. Um, but it was great. I mean, I definitely stopped along the way. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's where that happened. Or, ooh, that's that's where this happened. Or, you know, et cetera. And it just made me really appreciative. And of all the great memories, the great moments I've had at Kent with some of these good people. Um, a lot of my good friends are actually graduating, which is semi, which is pretty sad, not going to lie. Um, I've been thinking about it quite a bit, but I, uh, you know, I don't want to just, I don't want to get sad that we're running out of time. I want to be more of like, oh, let's smile and appreciate uh, that we had that time, you know. And I, I think that's what people should really think about is not so much let's be sad that this person's gone or that they're not in our lives temporarily um but let's be happy that we had those memories with those people and that we enjoyed our time with those people and that we took a chance i mean taking a chance with people and with individuals is i think very necessary and, you know, I know I've talked about this before, but I think it's the people who are out of my comfort zone. Um, I haven't been as much, but I definitely did a lot earlier in the volume and even earlier, like even the first season. Like, I like to reach, I like to talk to people I don't know that well because it makes it more interesting for me and it... It can either be really funny, really like like the thing about the show that's fun is it, it can either be really funny, really serious, really not serious, really annoying. I mean, this show covers a lot of different emotions, and I kind of like that. Like, I don't want to pigeonhole this show, and I know for a while I felt like I pigeonholed it on purpose, like I was making it very political, and I that I might have offended a lot of people. I was just very passionate about how much I disliked the former resident of the White House. Um, I'm not going to say his name, but, like, I just, you know, there were a lot of things that were frustrating me. There still are a lot of things that frustrate me about the government. Um, but I know that a lot of people don't read up on my policies, and they also don't want me to – I don't want to turn into some, like, hardcore, like, obnoxious, like, political analyst because um, I feel like people don't really want to hear that all the time. So if I've annoyed anyone – I apologize. I'm sure some people might have canceled me or whatever because cancel culture is very real and it's very um, abrasive and obnoxious and also very ignorant um, because I think that, you know, I don't think you should cancel people out for something they may have said or something they may have done that disagreed with your viewpoint because I think that is how people grow and change and evolve as human beings is we make mistakes. Um, nobody's perfect. Everybody has to make mistakes, no matter how how bad or how, um, what is the word I'm looking for? I guess no matter how grave or how 
small of a mistake may be, like how big or small of a mistake may be, it doesn't matter. Like everybody makes mistakes and to cancel somebody out for making a mistake or for saying something is very foolish because that person, it's not like that person's going to think and feel the same about those topics or those issues in 20 years. Like to cancel out like Dr. Seuss or to cancel out, I mean, I guess Dr. Seuss isn't really canceled, but like the censorship thing is stupid too, I think. It's like once art is art, it's out there. Like I don't think they should I don't think you should censor art or censor content because it's like that person created that. That's their perception and you should respect it no matter how dark it is. Like even if you completely disagree with their perception or their viewpoints, it's still it's still their perception. And it's like you should at least respect it. Like you should respect the fact that that person put that out there. And that goes back to this ar- the argument. Well, I don't want to get political, but like I mentioned, how a former resident should have been censored. Well, looking back, I mean, I it, you know, media is so complex now and so different. I don't know if it was necessarily possibly right to censor that individual even though their actions did cause a riot at our nation's capital. But um, I don't know. I've had I've mixed feelings about that. I don't want to get into a political rabbit hole, but there's just a lot of things that they shouldn't cancel out and they shouldn't change. Like, you shouldn't go back and completely change or discard art because it's art. It's out there. That would be like if Michelangelo came back from the dead and we're like, oh, we want you to redo the Sistine Chapel. It was offensive. Or some shit like that. Like It's like it's like when George Lucas went back and changed um, Star Wars, like, episodes four through six. And it's like, but you already put it out there. Like, why are you doing that? Like, you know, it's like, it's just frustrating. So I'm not for censorship and i i'm not for cancel culture and i feel like i've been pretty vocal about that and another thing i think it's important for us to think about and to understand is that art and what people say and what people do it's all experimental um and that's when i get annoyed i know people that are like oh i don't trust science or like how can you trust science well science isn't a lot of stuff science is kind of science is intertwined into art and people miss that because really all art is is science it's all an experiment i mean you can write stuff you can podcast stuff and you're literally when you start when you go like this podcast right now for instance this episode it's like an experiment like i'm literally this is just my ideas and my thoughts and my words being recorded into a mic and then the audience is the data like, how many people are listening to this? How many people enjoyed this? How many people are reaching out if they like it? How many people, you know, are showing support? That's the data, and that's the results of your experiment, which is this. This is the experiment. Stand-up comedy is another example of, like, a quick experiment. Like, it's like they go up there, saying their jokes, that's the experiment, and the audience is the data. A movie, that's an experiment. The audience is the data. It's all about the audience, and it's about connecting with individuals and that's why I go back to like I know I may have offended people with some of the stuff I said 
But once again, this is, these are my thoughts, my perceptions. And everybody has unique thoughts and unique perceptions. And that's why, that, that's what makes us all special as human beings. And that's another reason I hate cancel culture. Because to cancel people out and saying, oh, you need to think this way, or you need to think that way, yada, yada, yada. It's like, okay, what, are we communists now? Like, and I know that was kind of random. But, I, it, you know, it's like, but people have their own unique, you can't say something subjectively this or subjectively that unless you have the data, unless you have numbers or things to back it up. Like, especially if it's like a viewpoint. Like, the other thing that frustrates me is like, I'm semi, I've talked about how my religious beliefs semi, I don't force my religious beliefs on people at all. And I respect people's beliefs. Like I'm friends with a lot of people who are atheists, for instance. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. But I get annoyed how some atheists can be, like, really hardcore about it. Like, I feel like some of these people are, like, they try to convince you that there is no religion. And it's like, okay, I respect that you're atheist. Respect that I'm religious, you know. Um, and that can get annoying. Because it's like, it, it goes back to perception. It's all about perception. And I think that we need to respect each other's perceptions, et cetera, et cetera. So that was my little tangent there. Might have been kind of long about cancel culture, but hopefully you made it through. Because uh, I want to answer the questions now from Instagram, which I can tell people aren't taking the questions seriously. Um, people maybe just aren't interested. Instagram is also just, like, Instagram stinks, honestly. <laughs> like, Instagram hates me. That's probably why Instagram... Instagram's algorithm probably barely has me on the timelines because they probably know I'm talking so much shit about their app because it does stink. Um, but whatever, Instagram has been beneficial. It has also not been beneficial. It's been bleh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but the questions from Instagram, somebody wanted me to talk about meth. I'm not going to talk about meth. The only thing I know about meth is that I've seen it in Breaking Bad. That's it. I'm not a drug druggie at all. And that person's also probably just, like, kind of immature. And they're probably not even listening to this show, let's be honest. Um, whatever. So that's all That's all I'm going to say about that. Someone wanted me to talk about my favorite color, which, okay. Um, my favorite color is definitely red. I think red's great because red can um, exhibit both passion and also desperation and also just i don't know it's just a very passionate and popping color like i love red i've always been a fan of red red's great um and then the last one had to deal with the office which was crazy because i was literally watching the office when i read that question which the office is great and i will say they were right like when michael leaves the show it definitely goes downhill i mean if you've ever watched the office like, seasons eight and nine just shouldn't exist. <laughs> like, I mean, and I know all the nerds will be like, oh, well, they had to wrap up some storylines. Okay, yes, they did. Um, but it's like seasons eight and nine, it's like, why are we doing this? Like, it's just not very funny, especially season nine. Season nine's really not that funny because, like, also, like, BJ Novak and Mindy, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, they both weren't even right. But the people that played Ryan and Kelly in The Office were also writers. And they didn't write anything in season nine. So that's also why you can tell the jokes are, like, not as good. Like, they fall flat. And Steve Carell really just carried that whole entire show. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, and he was also, like, the main character. So it's like, why would they not have him? 
in the final two seasons. Just stupid. That's why Seinfeld is the best sitcom. Seinfeld is still my favorite sitcom because Seinfeld knew when to end. It was literally the perfect run. Like, you get a little tired of, like, season season nine. I think it's season nine. I think they went to se- nine seasons. But, yeah, the final season of Seinfeld, there are moments where you're like, ah, oh, this is kind of, like, not that great. But, like, then it wrapped up perfectly because it's like I wasn't sick of the show yet. Like, I wasn't like, this show is useless. The, st- the show was still funny. Like, I never found Seinfeld uninteresting. Like, The Office just becomes uninteresting in the final two seasons but hey that was what pretty much all the seasons of friends were like so i mean <laughs> no just kidding that was kind of heat toward I, I lost interest in friends after like season two um yeah i just i never found friends very entertaining i, I feel like there's multiple sitcoms there are so many sitcoms that are better than friends like seinfeld the office fresh prince of bel-air uh that 70s show the old episodes of the simpsons cheers how I Met Your Mother, Scrubs, all of them are better than Friends, honestly. That's just, once again, that comes down to perception. That's my perception. That is how I feel. That is how I think about Friends and about sitcoms in general. But, yeah, all those shows I mentioned, I would recommend checking them out. They're all funnier than Friends. Even Kirby Enthusiasm. Back to Seinfeld, though. But Yeah, so those are my answers for the questions on Instagram. And now I want to talk about... Some other podcast, which, by the way, if you don't listen to a lot of podcasts, I would recommend listening to multiple podcasts, like different podcasts, like especially when you go driving. Like, I think driving on the road is a great time to listen to a podcast. Like, fuck listening to music. I, well, I mean, yeah, music's still cool. Don't get me wrong. But going on a road trip, listening to a podcast for two hours is great. Because it's like if you listen to a podcast for, say, an hour, that's like an hour of reading. So it's I feel like it's more beneficial for you to listen to a podcast. I mean, reading is also good. I highly recommend to read. Like, a lot of people don't read enough, and I think people need to read more. Reading is great. Um, but that's back to the perception. But some podcasts that I think are great to check out, there's a good podcast called The Great Debates podcast it's a comedy podcast it's really good it's only like 35 minutes it's not that long it's these two uh comedians they're basically debating about ridiculous topics for the whole episode like one of them they debated about if it's good to make your bed in the morning and it got really heated it was it, it's, it sounds silly but it's really funny like there's one when they debated about if Vanna white was talented and that was funny um there's some i haven't listened to yet like they debated like if Jeffrey Epstein was your dad, or was if you were friends with Jeffrey Epstein, would you go to his funeral? <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I kind of want to hear that one. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot on there. Like, would you want Bernie Sanders to be your stepdad? Like, stuff like that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, check that out. The Great Debates podcast. We're on Spotify. And then the Tim Ferriss show is also really good. Tim Ferriss interviews a variety of people from doctors to comedians to celebrities, etc., and his show's pretty good. I've only heard a couple episodes, but he's pretty thought-provoking. Um, he's good. And then I'm going to give a shout-out to someone I went to high school with. I haven't even talked to this person. They just now actually followed my account. But Avery Dixon, I went to high school with her. She created a podcast called Lessons and Letters. 
And her show is really easy to get. Like, her show is only, like, 20 minutes, like, 30 minutes. Like, they're not long. Like, my show is, like, two hours. You're like, oh, I'm not going to listen to that. But, no, her show is pretty quick to get through. Um, pretty pretty good format. Um, I've listened to some of the episodes. Pretty interesting stuff. Some interesting content. I don't really know her that well. But, I mean, I give her credit. I, I'm, I'm a supporter that's what's also great the podcast community is very supportive like people are not i don't think it's very cutthroat like people like you shouldn't be cutthroat in the podcast industry there's a lot of great podcasts that have reached out on instagram so i really like the podcast community is great and that goes back to the beginning like if you are interested in just starting a podcast just start one i mean it's very it's very fun it's very beneficial and it really gets your voice out there. And I think it's it's been a great thing. I've really enjoyed doing these every week. Um, and that brings up another thing is something I've wanted to do uh, starting now. I'm gonna I'm gonna start listener support on my podcast. And I'm actually I think I'm gonna do a recording about it to put it at the front of the episode so people know in case they didn't get here. But what I'm gonna do is once a mo- or every month at the end of a month I'm gonna donate. Um, the proceedings from my listener support to a charity of my choice every month um, as starting this month. So the listener support will be on this available on this podcast. You can donate however much you want. Uh, this month, since it's April, I will be donating to the Environmental Defense Fund. Um, I decided to do something environmental because April is um, like Earth Day is in April. Um, and I love the planet. I talked about climate change earlier. And I will change the charity every month. And so, yeah, just if you're interested, do it for charity. Get more viewer. Spread the news about the uh, fund. I will donate to charity. I will announce how much um, I made off of the listener support of the the episode. Uh, Like, so the first episode of May, I'll probably announce it. So, like, the episode... the first episode of the next month i'll announce oh how this is how much we made in the last month um but uh yeah and if you do donate i really appreciate your support and all that jazz and that's really all i got this was a pretty short solo episode um i am once again very grateful and very thankful for all of you that listen to the show that market the show i mean i don't know how much you market the show but really share the show um support the show and also, all the people at Kent listening to this, thank you for a, a terrific semester. I know it's not over yet, but especially the people at Boar's Head, that's where I worked. I don't know if I'm going back, but, I mean, thank you if I met you at Boar's Head for, you know, letting me be a part of your life, I guess, <laughs> for the time I worked at Boar's Head. Um, and, yeah, thank you for letting me in to your cars, homes, computers, etc. with my voice on this podcast. Uh, I look forward to next week, my first the episode during spring break, probably on Zoom, which I really don't like doing podcasts on Zoom. I mean, podcasts on Zoom are like, eh, but eh, I don't know. Podcasts on Zoom could be better. But yeah, that's all I got for today, everybody. Um, I guess my closing question is to just, I want all the fans to think about what was their... Um, let me think of a good one. Think about like what's your favorite podcast and why, or even more so, what's your favorite piece of 
entertainment and why. So, like, if your favorite thing is, like, music, what's your favorite song? Why is it your favorite song? Your favorite thing is movies. What's your favorite movie? Why is it your favorite movie? Like, just think about that kind of stuff. Like, what's your favorite uh, podcast? Why is it your favorite podcast? What's your favorite book? Why is it your favorite book? Um, et cetera. So just, I, th- I would just challenge people to think more deep about why they like things. I think that would be kind of an interesting experiment if people actually go through with it. So, yeah. All right, that is all I have for today. Everybody, have a good week. And as always, peace.